Hello, Leslie Miles coming to you today on the topic we discussed yesterday, um, the dire consequence of practicing witchcraft. And I thought the better way to uh, make the point is by example. And the example that I'm going to show you is the example of Israel's very first king. His name was King Saul. Now, when God anointed um, Saul to be king, um, he started out as a good king. And God would give him victory in the wars that he fought. And um, God blessed Israel under his leadership. However, on one occasion, God told Saul not to take any of the spoils from the uh, country he had conquered. But Saul decided that he was going to be disobedient and he took the spoils anyway. So when he did that, um, God was not pleased with his rebellion. And so he would not answer him in prayer because prior uh, Saul would ask God, you know, shall I go into this territory and are you going to give me victory in this? And God had always worked in his favor. However, after his disobedience, um, God just did not answer him. So now while Saul was a good king, he had um, banished all the spiritists, all the sorcerers, all the witches uh, from the land of Canaan, which is now uh, Israel. And you know, that's why God dispossessed the Canaanites, the dark-skinned people, because of uh, the practice of witchcraft and idolatry. So now uh, the descendants of Shem, um, they, they, they own the land now. And so uh, while King, king Saul was uh, a good king, he had banished all of them out of there. But there were a few who uh, still practiced witchcraft undercover. So, okay, when God stopped speaking to Sal, stopped answering him, Saul decided that he was going to uh, go to one of these mediums. And uh, he made a plan and he went to him by night. He went to the, um, it was a woman actually, she was a medium. And he went to her by by night along with his security team. He was a king at the time. So he had security and he went into the woman and he asked the woman, could she bring up the uh, spirit uh, a ghost of uh, the prophet Samuel. Now Samuel had passed away from the time Saul used to speak to him when he was alive. So now he's passed away. And so the medium, uh, she does as Saul uh, asked her and she held, held the uh, seance and she did bring up the spirit of uh, the prophet Samuel. However, it was not <laughs> in Saul's favor. And uh, so Saul asked the prophet, uh, would God allow him to win a war that he was going to confront the next day? And um, the prophet told him, no, God would not give him victory in the war because of his disobedience and that he would no longer allow him to be king uh, over Israel anymore. And he told him, furthermore, tomorrow you're going to be where I am in the grave. So it was not a good idea for Saul to go consulting a medium. And because of that, um, nothing good came from it. Because just as uh, the prophet Samuel had told him, the very next day when Saul went into battle, he lost that war. And he was injured. And um, eventually uh, he was so injured 
uh, he was dying, I guess, and he didn't want to die a slow, slow death. And so what he did is he fell on his own sword and um, the enemy killed his two sons. So God made sure he didn't even have a legacy left in Israel because he had gone to this um, medium and God was not happy with that. He was not pleased with his behavior. So the example of King Saul shows us today that if we practice witchcraft or, or if we continue to practice it, then nothing good is going to come to you in the end. You're certainly not going to inherit the the kingdom of God. You can go to church all you want. You can pray all you want. But if you are also seeing mediums and uh, prophetess or whatever you might want to call them, um, fortune tellers, uh, voodoo people, all of that is very much offensive to God. Because it's like saying to God, um, Yes, Lord, I'm going to worship you on Sunday, and I believe everything you say in the Bible. I read everything you say. But when my problems come upon me, instead of me uh, coming to you, I'm going to go to your enemy and ask your enemy to help me. That's the way God sees it. That's why it's called idolatry. And we all know from the very first commandment, God said he would have no other God before him. So that's what you're doing. You're putting another God in front of the living God, the one who sustained you, one who loves you, the one who sent his son for you. And now you're going to his enemy for help. So uh, that's the danger of uh, practicing witchcraft. We don't understand how serious the consequence can be. And sometimes it even falls upon other uh, family members who are innocent. Uh, but because of your practice, then it falls upon the child or the next generation also, just like what happened in the case of Saul. God also took his two sons. So we have to be very, very careful and very mindful of how offensive uh, to do these things are to God. And he's told you that it is an abomination in his sight. God doesn't use the word abomination very often. So when you see that word abomination, that means he cannot stomach what you're doing and nothing good is going to happen in the end. So today's um, podcast is just a reminder that if you're practicing witchcraft, to please stop. Hand it over to God. If it's not easy, pray and ask God to be merciful to you and to deliver you from it. Because Satan is, you know, once he gets his clutches into you, it's not really very easy. You have to be delivered from these things. But Jesus loves us. He's waiting for you to come to him, to, for you to humble yourself and admit that you're wrong and come back into the folds of the Father. So uh, today's podcast is just a reminder, giving the example of uh, King Saul, why you should not. So I hope everybody uh, listening um, takes this in. Um, Pray about it if you're guilty of practicing it and um, get right with God. So until the next podcast, I'll say um, have a very good day. I thank you for listening. And until next time, love you.